It's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com. This week we've got a mega bumper episode of New Music Saturday with 36 tracks across both parts of the show, which is possibly the most tracks we've ever played uh, on New Music Saturday. And part one, which has 18 of those tracks, is possibly the heaviest part one we've ever had on the show, which is saying something because we've played some pretty heavy stuff uh, in the past, as you know. But we've got heavy rock, metal, punk, prog, alternative tunes for you to enjoy. All of them are by independent bands from across the world. All of them are fantastic. Some of them are brand new. Our very first track by Pinfinger is the first ever airplay they've had. So unless you're a friend of the band or a fan of the band um, and they're pretty new, you've never heard that. No one's ever heard that. That is how uh, on the ball we are with this show. Uh, as it turns out, we didn't realise actually until tonight. Um, absolutely fantastic. We've got bands from the UK, from the US, from Canada, from Spain, from all over the place. It's a real um, kind of mix and it is absolutely fantastic. You're really going to enjoy this. Uh, part two is on the way as well. Cheers, guys. looked out there and there's puddles of water all over the freaking stage. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I don't, I don't want to lie to you, boys. Uh, six days a week, the place is a hockey rink. Yeah, well, this is a rock concert, not the bleeding splish splash show. Everybody's naughty and freeze finish. Live and welcome to New Music Saturday with myself, Dr. Bones, the doctor of rock. Not a medical doctor, but a doctor. And of course, the guitarist of wishes they were Mike Five. What's happening? Good evening, brother. I'm good, man. I'm, ha- I'm man. I am so excited about this mega bumper ultra version of New Music Saturday where we're playing like 100,000 songs. It's going to be so good. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but it's going to be so good. I can't wait. Oh man, it's going to be awesome! Like I, I, I said in, in the in the IG video. So for whatever reason, um, um, IG TV didn't share share to Instagram, but not to our Facebook fan page, which it's supposed to do. But either way, I post a link on the fan page so you guys can watch it, so I can direct you in the right direction. But it's up there, and because we got a lot of good stuff tonight. Uh, first off, um, 
I feel bad because I forgot to mention this last week, but this week I'm not going to forget. So Chris Bowen from Screamlight Records, who's we've played a lot of, he's passed us a lot of good stuff uh, uh, over the years and great music, and he's a, a great guy. So what they're doing is they're doing a compilation, and it's it's a, the money's going to charities going to the NHS in in England. So uh, it's for a good cause. So they're trying to get a compilation together. So if you want to submit a song, you can contact Chris Bowen either through their Facebook page or their Twitter and Screamlight Records on Twitter as well. And speaking of Chris Bowen, he actually sent us something a little bit too late because we'll have to get in next week. But um, some new Stolen Dead music. Oh, yeah, nice. So uh, we just got that. So uh, thank you, Chris, for that. Uh, so just if you guys want to get in touch with them, uh, message them either through Facebook or Twitter. And I'm pretty sure they have an IG as well. But uh, if not, those are the two main spaces to get home. So, no, you can either contact Chris directly because Chris has got a Facebook page as well. But uh, it's definitely for charity. So if you can manage to do that, uh, please do that. And one thing I want to talk about as well before we get started here is uh, yesterday was Bandcamp Friday. So I know we, we all picked up a lot of stuff. And uh, just like I mentioned at the end of the video too, saying you know that Mike and I picked up quite a few things. And what's yeah. the cool things you picked up is like, oh, it's like, Fuck! Like I didn't, I didn't realize they had a band camp. Damn it! Well, next Friday, ne- next no band camp Friday, man, I'm gonna buy up a whole collection because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize High Front had a band camp. I was like, oh well, damn it! You know, I missed it. So next band camp Friday, <laughs> promise you guys, I'm buying up your collection. So it's brilliant. <laughs> so well, we, we've heard a lot of songs. So it's like, oh, so I was like, oh, ah, you know, I, 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 when I think of it, also no High Low and 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 uh, and Metal Birds. So you know, uh, Life in Twenty and Milk Mustache, which I think is a badass name, by the way. Um, yeah, <laughs> I nearly um I nearly started like messaging you, going, "Oh, you got to hear this, you got to hear this," and then there was just too many because I had this uh, like I just put a tweet out saying, "You know, it's Bandcamp Friday," and it got like three hundred replies. So it was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> "Okay, I'm, just, I'm gonna have to dig through this," <laughs> but you know, I can't possibly buy everything. But, yeah. Well, that's right, eh? But no, there's there's still a few more things I want to get. And it's like, oh, I didn't, didn't realize when I saw that. It's like, cool. Okay, so I, I follow them, and I promise you guys, I will buy the catalog next uh, next Bandcamp Friday. So, um, but earlier today, this I mentioned this in a video too. I was going to talk a little bit about this, just because it was funny, and I was stating that majority of people have done some form of a Zoom call by now. So Zoom is like Skype, but you know you can split the windows up and that sort of thing. And we just lost Mike for some reason, so let's call him right back. Let's see what's happening here. So let me uh, try one time here. Oh, there we go. We got you back. Hello. Sorry, I, right. that was completely user error. Um, I pressed the little cross button and got rid of the uh, got rid of the whole Skype call. Uh, oh. Just as you were saying, pretty much everyone's been on a Skype call by now. Oh, I said I was a Zoom call, <laughs> a, a Zoom call. But I said it's like Skype, so you can you can do the window thing, right? So it was uh, my niece turned one today. So my sister and brother-in-law. So let's do a Zoom call where we can all uh, wish her a happy birthday, like sing her happy birthday. I was like, okay, that's great. And it was funny because everybody was early, like everybody. My sister's like, wow, I wasn't expecting everybody to be this early. Everybody's like right on time. Like it's not even one o'clock yet. So we got everybody together, and the majority of the people on online were my brother-in-law's family. A couple of them I've met before, but it was funny, man, because uh, the grandmother. So uh, um, that'd be, I guess, Chris's great grandmother. That's a, uh, that's a, my uh, sister's husband. But right. uh, um, she's like, "Oh, I can't see you guys. Like, I, I can hear you, but I can't see you." 
And uh, one of the one of the members are talking to each other. Goes, did you set her up? Goes, oh yeah, I set her up, but she doesn't have a camera. And and then uh, and then she goes, oh, I, I still can't see it. And it's because they don't have a camera. Just after they just said it, right. and oh, I'm just kind of shaking my head. And it was funny too because her husband's like, no, you got you got to talk right there. There's the audio button. And she can, she goes, oh, I put makeup on for no reason because I had no camera on, on the laptop. And and he goes, he goes, yeah, I put on for no reason. He goes, I told her to wear a mask too because that wouldn't help her either. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> but it was so funny. It, it was such a good time. It was mainly to kind of sing back, and Kim and I are just dying laughing here, right? And then <laughs> after the after the after the we we finishing happy birthday, it's like, okay, well, this is I'm gonna take uh, my my comedic opportunity here. And because just keep in mind the Zoom call, so uh, Kim and I are, are, are on the iPad, we're looking at the iPad, but we can see six different people. So there's six different windows of people with video. Right. Right. There's more, but we can only see six of them. So just keep that in mind. So uh, as soon as that is like, great, uh, everybody, that was great, but I think we should do it one more time because I heard a lot from the left, but it's not so much the center and the right. <laughs> Mike, still there? Sorry, I'm still there, but I was on mute. Um, <laughs> very good. I was going to say, I was going to say, they're not, they're not all gold, but was it, was it that bad? I thought it was a pretty good one. <laughs> no, sorry, no, 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 I, I didn't realize that. I'm having a technology nightmare, mate. I've I've clicked out of the call already, and I muted myself by mistake there, so it's not going well so far. I'm, I'm just waiting for the tumbleweed to go by, right? So <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, sorry, a joke was not funny, and I refuse to laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of that chapter. Yeah, right. <laughs> so when is it your niece's birthday today? Yeah, today. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't believe that's a year. That's crazy. Oh, I know, eh? That's absolutely crazy. That's you, I remember I remember it because it was only a few weeks after you were over here. Um, right. And, you know, we were all saying, oh, well, hopefully it won't come early. Yeah. <laughs> Not that it matters too much, you know, because you don't live next to your sister, but you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. You don't want to be 5,000 miles away. <laughs> 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 but yeah cool 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 man well we are gonna get things started here and uh this this is a pretty heavy band and uh it was i couldn't think of a better band to start of part one to get us going here so here we go with a new band called pen finger the song's called 83 days dig this
right on. Pin finger with 83 days. No, man, that was badass. It was like super heavy. That was like, I was like punk rock or slash like metal punk rock. But man, what a great tune. I just, I just love the, the, the heavy flow. And there's a couple times I, we were talking off air and I said, you know, in a couple of the riffs, I kind of heard uh, something could potentially be on, on uh, Soundgarden's on Bad Motorfinger. And there's another riff where I was almost in my mind, it was automatically going to like a finishing part, meaning uh, a, a riff that I heard from another song and I think the rest is going to come along just because of the, of the tempo and the way it's flowing. And that one is uh, uh, Nine Snails March of the Pigs. So, but great tune, man. I really enjoy it. What a kick-ass way to start up part one. That was Pin Finger and 83 Days. <laughs> Mate, that was absolutely fantastic. It just had, like, <clears throat> for me, it had, like like you say, like a Soundgarden, Bad Motorfinger era kind of vibe. There was a bit of a breakdown where it suddenly got really reverby and sounded like a Mudhoney breakdown. And then the whole yeah, thing nice. had, like a, had, like, a Motorhead vibe running through it as well. It was just, like, the spirit of rock and roll encapsulated in one song. I absolutely love that. Um, yeah, I mean, what an opener. <laughs> what a great way to open the show. Brilliant. You know what? It's it's funny that you said that the spirit of uh, a spirit of rock and roll because you know the spirit of music uh, rush, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, the reason why I brought that up is because yesterday and today, like the past, like I guess few days, like so yesterday and today, so past two days really, uh, we've been listening to a lot of records, like uh, more so than usual. So, and when I was listening to the Texback Shaman LP, I uh, know I was at Fever in the South. Uh, to the one uh, camera, which what the name of the song is, but there's one song where it's like, man, that's a spirit of music, no way, because it's like, it's like dun, 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 dun. you know, it's, yeah, you know, so that, I know that, the that, track that, you mean, yeah, 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 yeah. cool riffs, like, oh man, nice, like he nailed it too, like, yeah, hundred percent. Now I, I almost want to do uh, to do uh, YYZ, you know, like kind of like Krieger is like, no, unfortunately, you haven't got that because <laughs> Neil, Neil Peart, right? So. <laughs> Oh man, there's a talented drummer, mate. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, R.I.P. Buddy. So, <laughs> so man, next up, um, we got this email a couple weeks ago, and like I said, sometimes it takes me a while to get through the emails. And obviously, as we all know, I'm a little obsessive about the playlist, so I organize them certain ways. So it's not nah, that I don't. Want... Yeah, right. Get the <laughs> fuck out, seriously. <laughs> but yeah, but either way, point being is sometimes I'll put stuff off to the following show because I think it'll fit better in the the idea or plan I had. Because I mean, no set list is the same. I mean, it may encompass the same type of music, but it's not organized the same way. It's always different from one to the next, and that's the way I like it. it may rip my hair out sometimes because of it, but it's definitely worth it in the end. So, so next up, we have got any hair left, mate. <laughs> I got long, nice locks, which I'm going to have to cut next Friday because we're doing a family picture. So Kim says I got to cut my hair a little bit. So, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I say, I'm, my- I'm, I'm accidentally growing a mullet, but not intentionally. But um, even though the, the barbers and the hairdressers and all that opened up, I haven't had my hair cut since before March. Um, no, it's but it's kind of growing in a weird way. So, yeah. Oh, it's been, it's been a while for me too, but I actually have an appointment to get it cut uh, this coming Friday. So it's, I'm not going to go super short, but like I told her, I said, don't worry, I'll get night, I'll get uh, tidied up, but maybe not as short as you actually want it. So we'll see. You should live stream that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure they'll love it there. And it's it's funny because the barber I've been going to, been going to for a number of years, and 
I can't tell you how many times where I've gone after my overnight shift, which is pretty much what I'm doing it again this time. So it's the only time I have. <laughs> but um, point being is that I've, I've fallen asleep in the chair a couple of times. And, you know, since he knows you so well, a lot of times, like, I'll get a flick in the floor. He's like, Brian, wake up. Let's go. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> like, it literally is sound asleep, right? And he knows because he's cutting or he's trying to shave and he knows that the head's trying to drop. So I get his, it's like, oh, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. But it, it's it's actually, it's a fun, it's a fun shop. It's, it's a, it's a, um, it's a own a Lebanese owned, but these guys are awesome. Like uh, Isam, like the, the guy I go to is is so funny, and it's it's I always look forward to going there because you know they talk with each other and everything else. And I've actually learned a couple words. It's like okay, well that makes sense. I try to put it in context, but once they really get going, it's really funny, man. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> but, funny, man. but yeah, I've been going to Sam for like seven or eight years, I think. Oh, nice. So, and <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, yeah, let's get off the topic of here because that's not really important. Good story. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're talking about music. I know that's kind of a not nowhere better sidetracks, but it happens. But uh, so well, here we go. Tracks to get through here. Come on. Yeah. So <laughs> next up, we have a brand new band, which started initially talking about the email game, email a couple of weeks ago, and then spun off into haircutting for some reason. But anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the band is called Titanosaur. The song's called Deceiver. Dig this.
Right on. That was Titanosaur with Deceiver. And I was telling Mike off air uh, when I first listened to the song, it's a really good tune, but I said I didn't wasn't sure quite how to describe it. And not that we ever or uh, intentionally tried to pigeonhole anybody, but I, I couldn't put the, the mix together and or our um, kind of influences. Uh, but just before, um, obviously I've had time to think about it again for a while, but point being, so I'll get to mine in a second, but uh, one of... Uh, uh, the bands let's do our show and we interviewed him last week it was so much fun and it's a guy named Grim and he said it's like Rob Zombie and Clutch had a baby I was like oh, that's, that's a fair way of putting it but I was telling Mike off air I said it's, it's almost like Lemmy singing in like an alternative rock band with a with a bit of a fuzz rock uh, additive and maybe like a little bit uh some on the trip outside, mainly uh, at the end with the, with the overlaying vocals, which was really cool and very well done. Yeah. But yeah, it was a great tune. And yeah, at first, like man, like I, I'm not sure how to describe this one. And that's in a good way. That wasn't. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> like it's like it's almost <laughs> like you stumped me, right? But like kick ass tune, Titanosaur with Deceiver. Mate, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's like like you say, it's that heavy doom rock riffs. There's just layers of gain which are so beautiful. It just I, you know, I don't know how they do that. It's great. And the vocals, like they're kind of throaty vocals, but like I don't, I can only describe it as they don't sound like sharp. They sound like they are rounded and smooth, but they're still like right at the back of the throat kind of vocals, which is great brilliant guitar solo the tone was brilliant the breakdown section was brilliant it's great and their discography which is three releases is one dollar and eleven cents on Bandcamp. so nice like i mean totally worth that it. track isn't enough right uh, <laughs> totally worth it <laughs> so yeah absolutely brilliant i love that oh um and so uh they uh they retweeted like, oh pretty good parents <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, and I was going to say, so uh, Pinfinger, apparently, um, that was their first ever airplay, so fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome, and we are very happy to get that to you. I mean, that's great, and we will be playing it again, and plus, yeah, please send us a, yeah, just one song, but yeah, we'll definitely be playing it again as your songs come out. We definitely will be happy to play them as well. 100%. And yeah, that's, that's, that, that's exciting, so thank you for giving us the opportunity to have the first shot at putting it on the air, so there you go. Pinfinger in 83 days was the first shot on there. We just listening to Titanosaur and Deceiver and what a great uh, tune that was and now I mean we're just going to keep the heaviness going like I said in the video it's probably one of the heaviest first parts in a long time and two was uh, just a, a just an insane spiral down the, the hashtag down the rabbit hole right so um but uh the next song up uh, is awesome and the guitars in this band is is one of my personal favorites and he did uh, a, a, collab, a collab with our good friend Ron Bose, um, talking about none other than Rocker Heart. This is his other band, Cynthia, and a song's called Slave to the Machine. And this song's gonna come really good and kick you right in the uh, proverbial nutsack. Dig this. <laughs> <laughs>
right on, man. That was Cynthia, uh, Rocker Hardy's guitarist for that band. And uh, I, I apologize, I don't remember the, the vocal's name, but she has amazing uh, like vocals. Like it's just very powerful, very strong. And the guitar work in that song, man, it just it's just unreal. And I was telling Mike, I said uh, off air, I said uh, um, the a lot of the kind of um, twang for best way to put it before it gets to his solos and, and playing actually more thought about it reminds me of Mick from Slipknot, which is awesome. And then as soon as he hit the, as soon as he hit the, the, the tapping and the soloing, I said, and I told Mike, I said, and then we have Marty Friedman from Megan. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, but awesome too, man. I just always love hearing him play. And we had a great uh, interview with uh, him uh, with, with Ron Bose because they had that side project called uh, Heart and Bose. But uh, awesome tune. Really enjoyed this one. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. I mean, yeah, for me, I just think he's an amazing guitarist. He had that kind of Zach Wilde style pinched harmonics going on, which is pretty cool. Um, there's the synths in that song don't get enough love because the guitar is so good. Like the synths are actually really good and really proggy, and it really kind of um, opens it out of the back, which is great. And the vocals, like you say, they're just kind of lung busting, brilliant, powerful vocals. That's a great tune, man. <laughs> Sorry, I just think uh, Grim just tweeted. He goes, "Jesus goes, how much speed was 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 in your Bobo?" <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so there you have it. <laughs> so next up, um, this is a band. I was uh, cool because we I connected with their I believe it's their guitarist on Instagram, and I said, "Okay, well here's the email," and uh, I said, oh, "Well, cool. You know, we've been trying to get on the show for months." It's like, like really? It's like I. I I'm surprised because, like, you know, like I sent it via Stone Mercy email. I'm glad they got in touch with us, but like, the email is, is on my Insta, so you can check it there as well, as yeah. well as what I say. But either way, it was awesome to to, to uh, talk with them. I will chat back and forth. So, excuse me. So we have their new song called Spread the Anger, and the band is called Anorexia Eisen, I-S-A-N. And it's Anno, like, not, not Anna, Anno, like, A-N-O. So... I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Um, uh, they're a Spanish band, so I should I should uh, double check. on I missed a Google search and see what they say how to pronounce it. If it's an actual <laughs> word, but we'll see, <laughs> right? So <laughs> sounds right to me. That's probably fine. <laughs> but either way, this is an awesome tune. It's a short one, but it's a badass tune. It's essentially an instrumental. Well, essentially it is, but you know. So <laughs> so here we go with Anorexia Eisen and a song called "Spread the Anger." Dig this.
Right on. Spread the anger by Anorexia Eisen. Instrumental. Haha. Got you on that one. I just figured that we have a little fun there, right? But what a like, what a great little power punk tune that was, eh? And just just yeah, just right off the hop, pulls you right in, and that'd be one song that'd be a pretty heavy uh, or a pretty rough mosh bit, I should say. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can you imagine? That was great. It was like Anthrax meets The Offspring. That was fantastic. Anthrax, nice. Good call. Yeah, well, yeah, just like early anthrax before they went weird. Um, but yeah, it, it was, I mean, that was just fast paced. Yeah, heavy punk, brilliant. I love that. I need more punk in my life always. So uh, thank you for, um, for bringing more punk into my life. <laughs> so, I, so pretty much after be all end all is when anthrax went weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, literally right what's that, sorry? They went super weird at some point, didn't they? Yeah, they it was super... right after that album. That album was like 94, maybe 93. I I think. Either way, it was a great album. I really liked that album. And I still love their cover. And it's on the, the, the Beavis and Butthead uh, um, uh, soundtrack. Uh, well, it's not called soundtrack. It's uh, Beavis and Butthead Experience is its name of the CD. But uh, Anthrax does a cover of Beastie Boys uh, looking down the barrel of a gun. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. man, what an awesome cover. <laughs> it's badass. Like, so like, I love, I love hearing that. And it's, it's funny because the, the first part of Beastie Boys, but I know they get on the bus with Anthrax. It's like, whoa, Anthrax. Uh, we like <laughs> hang out with you guys, you know? And of course, the, the main, the main person speaking is Scott Ian, right? So it's like, oh, yeah, I don't think so. All right, come on, come on, come on. You know, <laughs> shut up, buddy. I love that. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, right. So, anyways, point B I is liked, it. Um, I was going to say, Spreading the Disease was the album I had, and it had um, Madhouse and AIR and stuff. And that was a cool album. That was really good. But that must have been, I don't know, 85, 6, something like that. I mean, not when I bought it, because I was born then, but it, it, like, <laughs> it must have been when it came out. But there was some later stuff, like some 90s stuff that was just. I mean, some of it was just bad. Yeah. Like, it's not <laughs> around it. Do you know what I mean? Some of it was well, just that shit. one album, the sound of, I think it was the sound of white noise was pretty bad, so. Yeah. That was like an attempted at comeback of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. And little side note before we get to our next song Scott Ian is married to Meatloaf's daughter. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I remember like seeing an interview a while back. It goes, it goes, how kick ass, how kick ass is it to have Milo as a father in law? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. Um, and yeah. well, sorry, a little more side note. And despite the fact that Milo's name is, uh, where his stage name is Milo, he's actually a vegan. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. How about that, eh? Is he always better? Is that like a recent uh, thing? I'm not sure how recent. I just uh, heard that fact recently, but I'm not sure how long it's been. But anyway, fair enough. Yeah. That's. That's pretty random. I like yeah, I know, that. eh? We're coming out with some interesting facts today. Oh, I got some more throughout the night, trust me. Uh, a few that I forgot to mention last week, but I got quite a number of stuff. So I've been kind of um, um, building up uh, or kind of re, re uh, kind of studying some of my, my random music facts that I know that obviously people know because they're accessible. If I can access them, anybody can access them, right? So, but I, I do have one fact about Scott Ian, which... I think is a fact, but I will look it up during the next song, but I'm pretty sure it's him that, I don't know if he still does, but um, certainly did own a bar with Jerry Cantrell. I can so, see that, actually. I think, 
think it was in Las Vegas, but maybe it was somewhere in California. I've got no idea. U.S. geography is not my thing. But uh, well, I'll look it up in the I, I, Probably sure Vegas. Would be, I would. I, I would say Vegas probably would be more of an attraction there. It would make more sense, wouldn't right. it? That's where they're but, out. And you know what? Funny enough, it's funny that you mentioned Jerry Cantrell because I think not yesterday, but the day before. You know, obviously your Facebook memories come up, and I don't always share them because whatever. But it was point being is I saw one from about <laughs> nine years ago. And uh, and I know I know you're not a big fan of Beatles because it has to do with the Beatles. So I was like random music fact, and I forgot about this. That Jerry Cantrell, his very first song he learned how to play was Eleanor Rigby. Really? Yeah. And I and I put once again playing the Beatles has still have influence on rock stars, blah blah these days, and yeah yeah yeah. So I'm like, it's like oh well, that, I completely forgot about that. So, yeah. So uh, Jerry Cantrell's first song he learned how to play uh, learned how to play guitar was Eleanor Rigby. Do you think he played it straight, or do you think he did some distress, distorted? Well, probably once he learned a little more, he probably <laughs> yeah, he probably put his own uh, uh, um, twist on it, right? So <laughs> can you imagine? I'd imagine so. Charles cover of that. Yeah, right. Eh? <laughs> so all right, so we are gonna continue on sidetracks later on. Try to keep it short because we like it too tonight, but no problem. So this one we have next up is a brand new vaccine song this is a brand new single which we played the other week as well but it's a great tune and had to include tonight so here goes vaccine seven a song called we are dig this
Right on. Vaccine 7 with We Are. That's her brand new single. And actually, I'm not sure if the contest is over now, but they did put a contest up on Instagram uh, to win a coffee mug, which is not available anywhere, with Vaccine 7 written on it. And uh, if you could say how many times they say We Are at the end part, which I haven't counted yet, but I'm going to guess around 20 so times, roughly. So um, <laughs> I think the contest is over already, but I'm not trying to win the mug. I mean, I'd like a mug and I'll definitely purchase it when they come out, but you know what I mean? But anyway, a great song and I love the vocals and this this band has been awesome over the past little bit and uh, I just, we, we get nothing, we get a lot, so much good stuff and it's just, you know, a lot of times you want to play it all one night, but we just can't because there's not enough time in a day, right? But that's great, though. That means we can, you know, put it the next week and still pile stuff up. But what a great tune. I mean, this, I love the vocals, like very strong, very powerful. I love the kind of, um, a bit of a, bit of a solemn feel to it, but still like st- super strong, like uh, rhythm, rhyth- uh, rhythmically. And uh, uh, the, the organization and the bridge, the bridge in this one was, was pretty badass, to give you that much for sure. Uh, that was brilliant. <clears throat> that was, uh, excuse me, that was heavy, had great pace. Like it just, it, it sort of like hung behind itself, if you know what I mean. Like right. the, the drums are just slightly, slightly behind their own beat. It was, and it like deliberately, what saying is about drumming, it's a great drummer. Uh, absolutely brilliant. The vocal was outstanding. Um, I'd quite like to win a Vaccine 7 mug, but unfortunately I've got a cupboard full of mugs. <laughs> uh, and um, the way it works in our house is someone has to be using a mug at all times, otherwise the don't all fit in the cupboard. So I can't <laughs> possibly enter that competition, but I will go back and count how many times it says we are for a laugh later on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, oh, and also I was, I was completely right. It was Jerry Cantrell. Um, and, um, uh, oh God, what's his name? I forgot his name. Ian, <laughs> um, yeah. who did own a bar in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Right on. Well, um, I, I, uh, I, I made, uh, um, a small mistake and just because I wasn't thinking, so the Anthrax album, this, there is a song on it called Be All End All, but it's called State of Euphoria. So my, my little mistake there, and I do apologize, but, uh, I'll forgive uh, you. It's got, <laughs> Ian. it's got Ian, not Ian. It's got, I couldn't think of his name. Uh, <laughs> him and Jerry Cantrell in the bar. There you go. Right on. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just that, that's, yeah. <laughs> big, big Jerry Kenshaw fan, to say the least. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, um, so next up, I always got sidetracked there. What sidetracked kind of a little bit lost somehow? But either way, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so next up uh, is another uh, new song that I think we played once before, 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 before. Ha, ha, ha. So... Um, new song, <laughs> new song by Alan Morrissey, and this one uh, is off again. It's new. I'm called Creative Block, and song called "Women of No Nation." Dig this.
Right on. That was Alan Morrissey uh, of his new album, Creative Block, and that was called Women of No Nation. And that was just like a constant, like, soul, man. That was amazing. I just loved the, the beat and the feel of that, like, uh, uh, real alternative and very catchy riff, you know. It just, like, right at the hop is, like, great tune. This whole album's amazing, but that was an awesome thing. Really enjoy that one. Yeah, man, that was, <clears throat> excuse me, frog in my throat. Um, that was absolutely brilliant. Um, I was just thinking, like, I love the range of stuff that he does. Like, a few weeks ago, we played a really kind of tripped out, spacey type one. This one was purely guitar focused, and it was, you know, it, it just, it really pulled out all the different things you can do. Well, I can't do Which is cool. Like the solo was great. The kind of repeating riff was great. Everything just bounced off of that kind of core, that riff. Um, and it just showcased loads of cool stuff, loads of different tones and styles and everything. I really like that. I thought it was a really cool. Because um, well, we played guitar. Fresh Kills last week. And mm. I'm trying to we played the week before. Oh, I can I can look it up, but I, cause I, know we did, I, do want, I know we did for sure. We did Fresh Kills last week. So. Anyway, I believe you. So, well, that I know for sure. Anyways, let's, let's, uh, how's awesome viewing, like we said. So, we're going to get on to our next tune of the night, a new band called Perceived. Oh, so yeah, uh, Perceived. This song's called Darkening. Dig this.
right on. That was perceived, uh, so perceived and uh, darkening. And uh, that one was a toss-up. That could have gone either way, part one or part two. But I decided to keep it in, in part one. And what what uh, like uh, just kind of the the the, the mix of uh, um, heavy but tripped out um, um, opening riffs. And what a, what a great tune. And uh, um, we've obviously had a few comments already. Uh, Dave from the Guaco Project said uh, that. Uh, <coughs> where, am I, where am I here? He said, "Oops." One second here, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't what I wanted, so here we go. Uh, here we go. He said, sounds a bit like Tool. I was like, oh, yeah, he's got a point. You know, he said maybe something off of like Inema or that sort of thing, but uh, or even um, Lateralist. But either way, great tune. And uh, just, um, uh, yeah, it's, I just, that, that it was kind of like it was the, the kind of perfect mixed, uh, uh, mixed, mix, uh, because there's no T at the end. <laughs> a mix of, of a kind of tripped out and heavy so i really enjoyed this one <clears throat> yeah totally i think you know in my opinion it was in the right place it's a part one tune but there's definitely like a tripped out part two film as well which is cool um i got like metallica black album vibes all the way through that and then this like occasionally there was these jerry cantrell style harmonies and it was just you know sort of smothered in sludge it was brilliant <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, some of those, like, I don't know, there's a bit of that that I thought was going to break into sad but true in the middle. It was fantastic. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of glad they didn't because we all know my feelings on the Black Album. <laughs> oh, I love the Black Album. I really like the Black Album. And I like Load and Reload and Garage Days and SM. And then I just fall off a cliff with it from that. <laughs> Help is on the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> a lot of people say there was 10 good years in that band. I think there was 20, and then they fucked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I can't say, oh, dude, I really fucked with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> and, you know, it, it's, 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 it's sad, but it, it's, it's, it's true like, with a lot of us, especially on South Park, with a lot of the um, kind of stereotypes, they are true, though. Like um, yeah. how how often we say buddy, especially in Ontario, right? Hey, buddy, 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 buddy. And, and it's true though. Like, and and even 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 with like I I, I mentioned that one, but you know that, uh, from Trailer Park Boys when when uh, uh, Leahy grabs Randy's when he's cop now he's wasted again, right? And then they put the parking brake on, so the cruiser goes over the cliff, and he's like, ah, fucked her, bud. <laughs> Let's go see what we can get what booze is left over, right? So. <laughs> So speaking of Trailer Park Boys, real quick, I now have uh, a car a door handle that's like Trailer Park Boys because now I can get out of the car, but I can't get in the car. I have to go in and open it from the passenger side or, or from the back seat oh, until I get it fixed because the mechanism, I think it's just gone. I think the spring's gone. So like, because this happened the other day, do a couple of things and like, why isn't it close? I said, get out. I was like, why is it stuck out? I was like, push the handle back in. It's like, close, perfect. He's like, okay, great. I was like, get out of the car. Go back in. It's like, oh, what the hell? I was like, oh, you can't be fucking kidding. Seriously? So, <laughs> so now, 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 now it's, 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 instead of seven old Yorker, it's, it's a, it's a Ford Focus, but thankfully, unlike Ricky, I do have all my doors in the car. So, <laughs> can you live stream me doing that as well? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll see. Maybe. <laughs> like I, 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 I've definitely thought about um, going live on our, our, on our fan page or just using Periscope and Twitter, that sort of thing. But the thing is, like, it's good and it's not because you can hear me talking, but that's all they hear, and it's nothing too exciting is going on here in front of me. I may be 
like moving my hands a lot as I'm talking, but that's really about it. You know, <laughs> you might see a dog pass by in a corner now and then or a cat, but like not, nothing too exciting. So once we figure out how we can maybe do it together, kind of do it conjointly, then we'll go live that way. But uh, that's, that's, that's on the horizon. Not sure how far on the horizon, but close enough. So. Who knows? But I think in the meantime, if we can live stream you getting into your car through the back door, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Well, I'm just <laughs> essentially reaching over the seat to, un- to open the door from the inside, so I'm not necessarily climbing in that way. So I think it'll still be funny. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll have Emma shoot a video like that. So because there's there's a couple of toys, there's a couple of things I wanted to put up, and and I said you know, there are two different videos. So one be like what Kim saw to, as opposed to what she got, you know, so just the, the, the kind of the first few hosts of pictures, the, the last would be like a, 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 the video of, of uh, Ozzy going rock and roll, <laughs> you know, and then with, with the dogs, it'd be like what she and Boston thought they were getting and what they get and what they got. So it'd be essentially wheeling running back and forth, chasing each other and, and, and fighting and going, all right, stop it. Enough. <laughs> so, we haven't done those yet, but it's something for fun. It's like, oh, just because, like, literally just because I don't care for if to be with them or a million people view I'm just having fun. Just for something else to do. <laughs> and, and, and it helps me, lo- it help, help me learn the, the movie maker on my, on my iMac. So, because I want to start um, uh, getting better videos, but just altering them. Like, not just like filters, but just different stuff to make them cooler. And it doesn't have to be a filter. But I've been slowly trying to learn that stuff. So, we can keep on adding to our show and make more YouTube videos. So. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've been really slack with the YouTube videos I've made. No, I'm oh, I know. Well, same here. I've been I've been learning how to make better ones or just like different stuff I can do that won't take me forever to to put the, put up. But so um, we're gonna back on track here and uh, real quick. Here's another uh, musical side fact. So um, uh, the song by Deep Purple, "Smoke on the Water." Yeah, that actually did happen during a Frank Zappa concert. The, the lake or river right next to it was actually on fire. So the song Smoke in the Water is actually about that fire. Yeah, wasn't it a casino or a hotel? Yeah, or yes, casino. Yes, yeah. absolutely right. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, think I knew that one. That's yeah, a there you go. fact I have. Oh, awesome. Well, there you go. Nice. Some <laughs> I'm just going to base about that because I never know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just sit here and agree. So... <laughs> oh um man oh one more thing sorry just before we start um em came over to talk to me uh, while the last song was on and she opened her pepsi she's got a little, little can of pepsi and when she did that i looked at her like i love you you know like like with homer <laughs> from the simpsons you know like homer just open the beer no 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 i was saying i love you <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> there's there's it was just it was spitting right just because it is perfect timing so here we go with our next song this is off their demos uh album which is available on their band camp it's a band called crosswires it's a song called acid bath dig this i 
Right on. Cross wires and acid bath. You know, I, I, I as much as the new album is, is amazing. Like, I mean, especially on vinyl, like you can't go wrong with that. But I, I love the old stuff too, especially songs like this, like Acid Bath, just because it, they, 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 it, when when I think or when I hear this song, I, I always picture them being like a 50s punk band, but just like above an extreme, you know? But I always kind of picture like the leather jackets and, you know, like, so not, not, not quite a greaser, but kind of along those lines, you know? But it's great tunes and I just love, I love the, 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 the composure of it. And I, 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 we haven't interviewed them yet for the new album, but we should, uh, um, get in touch with Jonathan to interview him about the new album because we tried, but then the complaints came up and what have you, so stuff happened. So we'll try to reorganize that. But I interviewed him a few times for older Crosswires EPs, which this is this one is off of, and we played a full EP and talked about each song, which was a lot of fun. So, but either way, great tune, and that's what reminds me. It reminds me of like it kind of kind of a little bit like, a little bit of Clash too, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's definitely a Clash vibe in there, definitely, um, which is a good thing. Um, <clears throat> there's, I don't know, to be honest with you, uh, Ron Bowes stole my comment because I was going to talk about how great the tone was on the bass and then he wrote, great tone on the bass. I was like, you bastard. Uh, but it is, it's, it's, it's a really kind of popping, round, I don't know, delicious kind of bass tone which gets the song going and kind of sets it on fire a little bit. So it's a bit, you know, it's got like a bit of the jam, a bit of the clash, a bit of that kind of stuff in. It's got, um, and to be honest, yeah, I totally get that kind of, I know what you mean about that 50 star. I'm half expecting Fonzie to be one of the band members. Because <laughs> I think I've said before, I think they are just one of those bands where they're probably all really cool and they'd never hang out with me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that, yeah, that's a great team. I love that. Oh, man. Um, hey. <laughs> Your reaction then was like, I don't know where to go here. <laughs> well, well, um, well, I mean, I did watch Happy Days, so I, I, I know who the finds is, but no, I know. Boo! Right? And... <laughs> <laughs> like, sit on it, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, high five. Anybody? Anybody? No, no. Okay, well, moving on then. <laughs> so. Next up, we have a brand new Stratton 5 song, and I believe the single is due out on October 9th. And obviously, we're privileged to have it first, which is awesome, so thank you, Stratton 5. And yeah. uh, the new song is called The Look. And take that whatever way you want, you know, but relationship-wise, people know when they get the look that they're potentially or are in a lot of trouble. They may not know oh, why oh, oh. or why they're in trouble, but they know they are. So, it's not <laughs> oh, necessarily oh, about that fact, but that's what when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, the looks like, oh yeah, I, I, I know, it's like, oh, I fucked up, you know." <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so here, here we go with Stratton Five and that look. Dig this.
tune she's got great vocals and she reminds me of uh, a singer her name is Emily Haynes she's from uh, a Canadian band called Metric so you can check them out but uh, sounds a little bit like her uh, they're from New York I believe and uh, as well as uh, Titanosaur actually um, but either way uh, great that was just like that a really funky bass line like really like that and mm. uh, it just it's not white ska but no it had that definitely had the the, the reggae undertones too as well but uh, just such such a cool song and again something that i could uh potentially um like see in my mind or hear it playing in a, in a 50s diner you know so the not kind of a saw cop but not quite yeah nice nice i mean yeah this is oh man it's <laughs> <laughs> It's got such a good vibe. Like it sounds kind of, it's got like an '80s thing going on, which I absolutely love. 
Um, but equally, it's got that kind of 70s surf thing, but it's funky and it's got attitude. It's just fucking brilliant, actually. I really, really love that song. I think that's really cool. Right on, man. Next up is Brand New Hilo. This isn't from Nook Mustache because we haven't got a chance really to start with uh, um, Half My Head yet. So this is the the, the the title track to their EP, Half My Head, which has been out for a little bit. And their new EP is out right now called Nook Mustache. So, you know, show them some love and uh, purchase it. Maybe wait till uh, another Bandcamp Friday, which, by the way, Mike, at the very end of the, of the video... I, I uh, was like, oh, yeah, and next like, time about Bandcamp, 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 right? I said, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, just remember my partner in crime. He's got a band called One of Five. Both three P's are, are, are on Bandcamp, so I uh, know pick them up. Maybe wait till, <laughs> maybe wait till uh, Bandcamp Friday to pick them up, but show them some love. And, and... Thank you, man. We do we do get random random sales every now and again, from, and I've got no idea who they are. So maybe it's you pointing them in my direction. Thank you, man. Well, hopefully. I mean, well, we, know we, we help each other out here, and it's just it's all for the love of music, right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, oh, oh, one more thing, and I, I can't believe I, I bipped and forgot to mention the video too, uh, is because I, I saw this the other day on Twitter, and I was so excited. So, one thing I didn't mention in the video, but dig this, Polaris Rose is back in studio. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah, I saw that the other day. The music. Like, that's awesome, you know? And, and at first I debated putting the, the, the gif of, of Homer like when he was dancing to the, to the, to the jug, right? Yeah. And I, I think about putting that up and going like me waiting, uh, me waiting patiently for the for the new music to come out. <laughs> I didn't nice. put a, I didn't put up. I, I put a put different up, uh, different up one up. Sorry, excuse me. And I'm actually can't remember what it was right now, but it was something. Uh, don't think it was Simpsons, but something along those lines it was pretty funny. But I was very excited to hear that. So, and uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to assume not too long after that, uh, uh, Mr. Peter Anthony will be working on new Johnny Stranger as well. But yeah, it's been a number of years for new players pros, and I can't wait. So you can bet your bottom dollar, for lack of uh, better cliche words, uh, that when that music out, we will be playing it, and we will get uh, Peter and Maddie back on the show to ha- to have a good chat and have some fun catch up. So, why do you think it's the bottom dollar? Why why do you think like what is that? What is I that I, I don't from? know. I guess I guess like you know, it's like it's like well, it's it's like the the one you know, the buck will stop here. Yeah, you know, and it's just like you no, know, you know, you're not gonna. "Quote unquote, pass the bucks. Like, well, it's your turn, right? So, mm. and was it, uh, was it was it President Ford that made that, uh, or is it was it Carter that made that uh, that phrase popular? Say, hey, the buck will stop here. I've got no idea. Yeah, not a big deal. Anyway, um, that, that's not important <laughs> because this is not a political show. So I screw that up. I don't really care. I'll 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 word myself and I'll correct myself when it's signed. But <laughs> so. Uh, maybe, does it mean like if it's your bottom one, is it your last one? Is it? You I would think so. Last... Yeah, I mean, your your yeah. your your last grasp of whatever. I would think. Yeah, you're kind of that confident on it. I, was, I don't know. What are they called? They're called idioms, are they? Is that yes. idiom? Yes, idiom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. There you it's go. not good for like my idiom, sir. Yeah. Idiom. Idiom. <laughs> he <laughs> <laughs> just, just he's on the rope he just stops like and Eric goes like, said, idiom that's it thank you John Cleese right brilliant so that's those who brilliant. don't know who, who did pick it off of that that's from the Holy Grail so yeah totally and I think I probably talked about this last week very briefly just pick it to our next song here and uh Briefly talked about it again is when I shared it was the the many uh, many moods of of uh, um, uh, of uh, uh, well, John Cleese 
of uh, Basil Fawlty. Yeah. Did I talk about that last week? Uh, I think uh, maybe briefly, maybe. But maybe. either way, remember. there is on his on his Facebook page because they follow him. He he posted that the many moods of, of Basil Fawlty. And the oh, first, yeah. the yeah. first three were from the very first episode. You know when he gets mad, he's like, "You bastard!" And he's like, <laughs> "You snobs!" <laughs> and then they cycle through all the episodes, right? Of course, the one with Mrs. Richards, the deaf lady, right? So, but it always makes you laugh. And actually, always talk come up the other day. Did you ever see uh, um, how to irritate people? Uh, no, I think we've talked about it and I might have seen okay. clips. Well, John Quist did a, did a week called How to Irritate People with pretty much all the, all the uh, Monty Python crew. And yeah. there's just a bunch of gibbet skits and one came up the other day too. And, uh, he's talking about the pepper pots and, uh, this woman comes up and she's like, uh, my name is this. And he goes, I'm 82 years old. And then like 92 minutes later, like I'm 92. Like, <laughs> and she's kind of she's not listening to me she's kind of just kind of walking aimlessly walking around it's pretty funny and I was telling I was telling him about that because there's that and then there's the pilots that are bored right and then uh, and Michael Palin's the the, the, the flight attendant going back and forth like what's going on because it's John Cleese and Graham Chapman in the cockpit right you know uh, I spy my life something's blue sky yep <laughs> god I'm bored you know <laughs> It must be yeah, rude, so but do not get out of your seats. Yeah, do not get out of your seats and do not uncle your safety belts. <laughs> <laughs> so very, very funny. And my my dad has it on VHS. That's how I saw it because my aunt had got it for him off like the BBC website years ago. Obviously VHS, right? So and that is too funny. And then and I was telling him about said so majority of the people in there are are from Monty Python and up into up and including um um Connie Booth. From uh, Faulty Towers, always she should, and plus she was uh, the the the, the witch and <laughs> witch. And what do we what do we bird uh, besides witches? Oh, witches! You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! Throw her into the bog. <laughs> so we'll, we'll sidetrack there, but let's get back. And uh, these are uh, a band. That we, these are these guys. Uh, or a band we need to get on the show at some point, uh, Stephen Lee from a band called High Low. The song is called Ape Suit, and like I've said before, Kings of Fuzz Rock. So here you go, High Low with Ape Suit. Do this. This is off their new EP, Half My Head. Do this. Yeah. 
Right on. That was High Low with Ape Suit from their album Half, or their EP, I should say, Half My Head. And the, their new one's out as well right now called Milk Mustache. Anyways, this song was awesome. And I was telling Mike off air that it, it reminded me uh, uh, a lot of, well, obviously, like Weezer, for one. Like, you know, like the Blue Album. And uh, uh, even partially of the Breeders from their album Last Splash. Like the tempo and just the... the, the, the um, not necessarily the bridge, but just you know, just the tempo and the, the 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 composition of the song, and I just but I just love the fuzz part to it, and this the the, the harmonies are awesome, and, and just it's I, I, just a really kind of chill tune, but good tune is always a great tune, but uh, again a little bit of um, weed is in there as well. Teenage dirtbag. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I would add the pixies to that as well. Yes, nice. Sorry. Pixies, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad I excited you. Um, <laughs> You're excited. Yeah, Do his I, nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Um, and I, and I, would, I would throw the Pixies in there as well. Um, they're releasing so much stuff. It's absolutely fantastic. I, have, I think we both ordered the, the vinyl that's coming out end of the year. Yes, oh, um, yeah. Um, um, not Oculus, but like... Um... Cyclops. Cyclops, um, thank you, yeah. Yeah, and then they've released Hound Grenade, Remote Control, Half My Head, Milk My Stuff's just yep. come out. And I, th- I seem to remember they recorded loads of stuff and they were going to do... Um, I can't remember if Cyclops is a combination of these or something. Anyway, they're releasing loads of stuff. It's brilliant. Milk My Stuff was actually um, name your price so you can you know, pick it up for... Well, you could pick it up for nothing, but you might as well put a dollar or two on it or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just... It's, they're fantastic. <laughs> they're no, fantastic. So totally agree. The fact they're releasing so much stuff is really exciting because I absolutely love the band. So, yeah, really good. Every time I get the message, it's like, oh, okay, buying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Actually, I always miss it. I get so many bloody emails from Bandcamp. I seem to be following 650 bands on Bandcamp. So I get well, I had the app on my phone as well, so I get the notifications. They pop up, so I can kind of beat the email, you know? Yeah, but I've got the same problem with the app. I had to turn the notifications off because it was crashing my phone. Oh, okay. Oh, fair enough. Well, well not, not, not to be all hoity toity, but I, I get, I get, a, I get an iPhone 11, so it's game. All right, whatever. But I am financing it. It's so stupid because now they're like, okay, well, we're going to make the plans better. It's like, okay, so they lowered the plans and prices. I go, that's awesome. You don't get so much more, so, so much bang for your buck. I'll buy, you, you can't buy the phone, but you got to finance it. So before, you know, you pay between, let's say, 50 and, say, 200 some odd dollars for the phone straight out and that was it you know yeah. but now they're like oh well we're not doing that anymore we got to finance it's like oh fuck me like seriously <laughs> so and honestly uh when i was looking at all the prices one of the cheaper ones was actually the 11 so i was like okay well we might as well do this because normally what i do is i go the, i would go the year before the previous one before because i don't care yeah. right but this time it's actually cheaper to get the newer ones like okay well but yeah so okay. there, there, there's my little sidetrack on, on, on cell phones and you know <laughs> Why, why have an iPhone 11 out there? Everybody really cares because it's kind of, but you know. I care, and uh, it was deeply interesting to me that you told me that story. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> but so next up, uh, man, is one of our favorite bands. And you know what? It was kind of funny because I was looking through some old stuff on my hard drive the other day, and I found the old promo uh, for the band they used to be, which was Mr. Susan. Like saying, no, you're listening mm. to Dr. Bosco. Oh, that's awesome. So it's their new band, a band called Crushed by Pimps, and a song's called Persian Rugs. Dig this. Fuck me, mate. What's that cut with? 
Crushed by Pimps and Persian Rugs. That's an awesome tune. I mean, that's such a good EP too. Uh, like I've said many times before, it was uh, M and I's uh, um, uh, anthem when we were going to uh, um, Niagara Falls for the night, and this yeah. about an hour and a bit, oh, about two hour drive. But listen to it over and over again. But such a great EP and such a great song. And remember, first getting this email saying, "Okay, well, make sure you listen to me getting because we're not sure if you can play that on air just because of the the I'm gonna essentially drug reference." But it's like, no, it's fine. It's great tune. The last just a little. It's very heavy and awesome prog rock. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? It's kind of prog garage rock. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this band are amazing. I think this gets better every time I hear it. Still, um, which is quite something. Uh, you just hear different things. I love all the phasers and all that, and then that big kind of... Um, I don't even know how you describe that bass. But anyway, that big bass is absolutely much. Brilliant tune. Super talented lads. Right on. Well, uh, we'll get to our next song in just one second here. So, for some reason, it didn't make it to a certain file, but I found it, so we're all good. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, it worked in my favor this time, so it wasn't a big thing like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, ow. Uh, uh, please stand by. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, right. it was a little Spanish. Da, 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 da. So, <laughs> I, I, I don't have those way music, but I do that. I do have the Jeopardy music, so we can use that if we couldn't find it. So that's a good point. But yeah, we could, yeah. We could, but didn't have to. So here we go. This is <laughs> uh, the Ben's kind of still together, sort of. I'm not quite kinda sure to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but uh, the band is called With a Fox, which uh, it was awesome for me to bring down uh, Mike to bring down you the the vinyl and the shirt from Canada. So. Yes, man. It's a great shirt, that as well. So here we go with With a Fox and Walk Into the Fire. Of course, uh, correlation is Mike Trudgeon is the guitarist for this band. Dig this.
Definitely one of my favorite songs, and I got to see him live too uh, a few years back, and I uh, did an improv interview actually with with my phone, so it was awesome. But great tune, the guitar work as, as always is amazing because we all know who Mike Trudgeon is, so he's listening to the show. And uh, <clears throat> great vocals by Justin, obviously our good buddy Jagger, uh, who's been in quite a few bands that we know of, obviously like Nimway for one, and High School Sweetheart was an old one, and uh, so. He's a good friend of ours as well, but he was also in the, in the first version of With a Fox. But great tune. Love just, just a song I told you. It's like, how can you not want to crank this song up, you know? Man, that's the thing. You just want to turn it up really loudly and annoy the neighbors because it's just got that brilliant, catchy, heavy, crazy thing going on, which is brilliant. They're a great, great band. I don't know if they are still together because they weren't, and then they were. Well, then, they kind of, they, they somewhat reformed, and then that wasn't, uh, that was like last year sometime, because uh, Justin and uh, and Mike were working on, uh, with a Fox, but they're also working on that other side project, uh, what was it called? Um, I'll think of it in a second, but anyway, so it, it's still kind of hanging in the balance, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well, let's see what happens. It was a magical mystery surprise if they come back again. But yeah, they're brilliant. I remember they released, was it that track? They released a track that after. That was the first track they released. Um, no, afterwards. Okay, they released an EP, didn't they, after this? But yes. After this, which is confusing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> very cool band. Very good track, man. I love that. All right, man. Well, next up, um, we have a new band courtesy of Elfin Arch Records. And in the email, it said uh, tweet them because the band doesn't have a Twitter, they have a Facebook and Instagram, but that's it. So the band is called Soft Jocks, and the song is called Lemon. Dig this.
Fight on Soft Jocks, courtesy of Elfin Arch Records. Actually, they were selling their EP on vinyl that there was two left the other day because Get the Fuck Out of Dodge reposted because they're big fans too. So that uh, band was courtesy of Elfin Arch Records, and the band is awesome. They're called Soft Jocks. The song's called Lemon. And that was like um, old old school punk, man. It just, it just uh, you know, to me, it was like a mix of The Clash and The Ramones. Oh, yeah. A great tune. Really enjoyed that, and and uh, I, I did tweet Elfin Arch Records because uh, Lemon, uh, sorry, Lemon. Uh, the, uh, so <laughs> Soft Jocks doesn't have a Twitter, so I tweeted them, and that's what we do for some of the bands. They have a Twitter. We tweet the record company if there is one. So yeah, and if there's not one, we just go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, brilliant. Like you say, fast paced. I mean, it was over before it started, wasn't it? It was just like proper punked out punk pure punk as i like to call it um yeah proper kind of old school vibes um just a really really good track uh, and to be honest with you i like the fact that we've got a song called lemon in part one and in part two there's a song called egg yeah so, i know eh? yeah, cosmic boss. <laughs> yeah. really hitting all the food groups tonight which is fantastic oh, we're trying. as well like, so yeah <laughs> fruits and vegetables right so or yeah well, well, well no, no, not really. What's, what's an egg? No. Uh, <laughs> what is an egg? Is it? A, it's not even dairy. Is it an egg? No, of course I, it's, it's not. Maybe it's dairy. I don't know. Uh, I, no, I know at this point it doesn't really matter because we're, we're, we're in here for the music. So, An egg's an egg, but I don't know how musical yeah. that can be. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Discuss. And please don't listen to the music. So, <laughs> here, here, here we go with a brand new hawk single, If My Two Girls Would Stop Their Yapping. So I apologize for that. So here we go with a brand new Hawk song. This into his last week. We played it last week as well. But this is such a badass tune and one of my personal favorites. So here we go with Hawks and their new single called Low. Take this.
played on that was Hawks with Low and man, what an awesome tune! And I love the the vocal harmonies. Holy crap, are they amazing? And especially the very beginning of the song. And this another one I know we let off uh, a part two the other week with it because it can go either way for uh, down the rabbit hole or just just a heavier part of it. But such a great tune and just such it's, it's so strong and oh my god, you can love it. You know, it's just so and just and from, from the bridge to to the the heavy guitarist and like, like I said, the, the harmony, the harmonizing vocals are just amazing. And so absolutely love this band. It's what a great new single Hawks with low. Mate. <laughs> Mate. I love Hawks. I think Hawks are absolutely brilliant. Um, I've released yeah, a few, few singles over whatever period of time. Um, and they're all sounding really, really good. I'm hoping they can out more an EP or something. Um, on the way because um, that's, that's obviously my, my preference is to have that um, but I'm really digging their tunes I'm really digging their sort of progression as a band I think they're doing absolutely fantastically in terms of um, you know releasing stuff and what stuff sounds like and this is brilliant like you say the vocal harmonies are just stunning I love how it goes from that you know melodic quiet you know not too intrusive uh, introduction into that big fat heavy riff and they squealing it up it's just brilliant and Absolutely. De- definitely amy lee she sounds like amy lee definitely, definitely got that kind of vibe yeah, but yeah still, great she's a great vocalist love it yeah yeah so next up we have Bodhi jar and this is from their album in effigy the song's called embers at the gate dig this this is a calling to
Right on. That was Bodhi Jar with Embers at the Gate. Uh, obviously, heavily influenced by Mars Volta and Chili Peppers, but what a great whacked out tune. I mean, whacked out in a good way, just like just the, the, the <laughs> different chord changes and they're just hard to kind of keep up. Like, And uh, the uh, great vocals, like Andy's a great, uh, great vocalist. And but man, what 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 can you say about Drew on guitar, man? He just he's a, he's an amazing, awesome kind of crazy ass guitarist. Man, he really is. He's got that kind of, you know, it's it's experimental. It's oh, it's, I don't know. I don't even know where to begin. It's just like yeah. it's so unique. It definitely has a you know, Mars Volta, like you say, uh, kind oh, of vibe. And a not to Dakota on drums, so. Yeah, yeah, and just the whole thing is so brilliantly put together, so fantastic, and it's passion in the vocal. It's delivered so straight. The vocal um, is, you know, it's just raw emotion, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant. I love these guys. So powerful. I think it's fantastic. Mate. Kind of a bummer they couldn't they couldn't tour the album, right? So I know, right? But so is the time we live in at this point in time. So, but uh, well, yeah. either way. But you don't—you never know what will happen in the future. They might get back there and go, like, yeah, yeah, we'll tour, do this album. We'll see. So exactly. we have two more songs here for part one. We've been just uh, streaming along and just uh, having a great time here. So next up is a cover by our good friend, Mr. Ron Bowes. It does a cover of Bo Diddley's song, which I would hope most of you know who Bo Diddley is. If not, please Google it right now. Anyways, so he's doing a cover of Bo Diddley's song called Who Do You Love? Dig this.
Right on. Ron Bowes in a wicked cover of Bo Diddley's Who Do You Love? And that really was a badass cover, man. He's done a few covers, and he's nailed it each time. So, man, doing the guitar work, the vocals, everything else, and even that scream in the back, that was amazing. Yeah. Mate, I, I mean, the answer to the question is we love you, Ron Bowes. That's who we love. I mean, <laughs> what a legend. What an absolute start. That's a great cover. Uh, it's done in that kind of... Um, Almost Rolling Stones uh, on, I don't know, something on speed. <laughs> you know, that Ron Bowes kind of way. Because uh, he's full of energy, isn't he? He's a very energetic, very charismatic man, Ron Bowes. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely him that we love. Uh, we had a conversation off air about how blues guitarists and people of that era named their guitars. And we were saying we never asked Ron if he named his. So maybe if he's still listening, he can tell us. That's right. If he's, if he's or you can answer tomorrow. People catch up tomorrow, you know. So, or or he can catch up in all the various places that you can hear podcasts, such as Spotify, <laughs> and he might be able to comment. Then that's a very good point and a good bit of promo there, Bonesy. SMRT. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna finish off part one here with a band called Final Coil. The song's called Spider Feet. Take this.
right on. Final coil with spider feet. And man, definitely heard uh, Alison Hayes' influence in there as well as filter vocally as well, as well too. So, um, yeah, great tune. Really loved it. Obviously, he's got a good mix of, of our nice alternative. So, but awesome tune. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's I mean, it's heavy and it's proggy. And like for me, there's a bit of Blue Oyster Cult. There's a bit of Alice in Chains. I was trying to finger point the finger point. Is that the thing? I was trying to pinpoint the band finger, the other week uh, that they reminded me of. Yeah, and it, and um, and I got it this week. It's um, annual. No, I can't say it. Though. Annual Nellis by the Trail of Our Dead. They do that kind of haunting vocal thing sometimes right, as right. well. Right, pin finger. Duh. <laughs> pin finger pointing. What? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> near the band. Uh, yeah so anyway my my point was I couldn't pinpoint the name of that not oh never mind anyway that was great (laughs) that was great Uh, Ron Bose just said what was the question the question was do you have a name for your guitar Ron Bose if you can tell us in the break um, that'd be lovely Uh, Metal Bird said the singing is haunting I completely agree and they love the Slayer slow part with the heavy ride cymbal so yeah I'm digging that Um, what a great part one that was heavy in your face, proper fucking rock and roll on it. So we're going to take a, let's see, what, 20, 15, 20 minute break? Yeah. Because there'll be about, at least another roughly about two hours. So it'll be a little bit shorter, some of them. But uh, either way, we'll be back in about 15, 20 minutes. Until then, guys, thanks so much for part one. Until then, we're going to let uh, Dr. Greer take us out here. Memory banks of the supercomputer. <laughs> Shrinky-ding that! Krigger out! For businesses around the world, today isn't a restart, it's a rethink. That's why they're partnering with IBM. Retailers are keeping their systems up as millions of orders move online. Call centers are using IBM Watson to manage customer questions with AI. And solutions built on the IBM cloud are helping patients receive trusted information. Today, we're rethinking how business moves forwards. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com smart uk to learn more.